Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with all of you. Beginning in April, I'm going to be launching a series of college to career live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs or careers they might want to pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused to confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp. And then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live and it's led by me over Zoom. And you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two, career dot academy. Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Shanae Moray. Shanae, I want to flash back a little farther to when you were a child. Mm -hmm. How old were you when you were diagnosed with stage four cancer and what kind of cancer was it? So I was around five years old and it was bilateral Wilms tumor. So that's basically a bunch of tumors in both kidneys and went through chemotherapy and basically lived in and out of Jackson Memorial Hospital, Miami for several years on and off. So how old were you when you were, I don't know, cured like, or yeah, what you would call it? I mean, like there was so many like on and off moments, but by the time I was like 13, they basically like had me completely in the clear. You know what I mean? Like I still had to go to like six month checkups and like they would have to check my kidneys, but it was basically clear after that. So eight years. Yeah. It was a long time. I read a post of yours on Medium in which you talked about how you got started mm -hmm. with copywriting. And you wrote that it was because when you were sick, mm -hmm. you were in bed. Yeah. A lot. And you spent a lot of time reading and a lot of time writing. What were you writing about? Like back then, it was just like fiction stuff. Like, I thought I was going to be like a fiction writer. I, I just like the exercise of writing, just creating something from nothing. I didn't like just to read and then just not do anything with it. So I just like to write. Uh, I would make up stories. I would write maybe about my day. I never kept like a journal, but 
I would just write a bunch of stuff. My mom was about your age mm -hmm. when she was diagnosed with something called Perthes disease. What is and that? It's a very, it's fortunately, it's not really around in the US at all. It's a disease where your, I think the hip bones, but it could be other bones in your body become soft. Okay. So it couldn't support her body. And her parents were really poor and they put her in what they call back then a crippled children's hospital. Hmm. And they didn't have enough money to like visit her regularly. And she was a couple hours train ride away from them. And so she lived there and the nuns basically raised her. And there were kids who were in iron lungs, like the machines that came up to their neck. She was there for four years. How did being sick at such a young age and for so long affect you in a positive way? I realized that we're all going to die. <laughs> like, I know that sounds terrible, but I realized that like life is short. And so I had to do everything I could to help as many people as possible, like with the time that I had. And like, knowing that just like this innate knowing at a young age, because you like, I have a picture where I'm like with standing with like maybe like 20 other kids that were like in the same ward, I guess, as me. And none of them survived except for me in that picture. So like knowing that it's like, okay, like you have like this innate faith and intuition and kind of like desire to serve the world like knowing as you're growing up at a young age that like not everyone gets the opportunity to live this long. Do you think there's a reason why you were the only one who survived? There may be like a, a divine reason. I can't answer that. But one of the main things actually that was different with me is that my grandma would feed me like she came from Cuba. So her thing was like, she did not want me to lose weight during chemo because when and, and it actually makes perfect sense because when you actually study why a lot of cancer patients die, they don't always die from cancer. They die from something called cachexia, which is basically malnutrition because they don't want to eat from the chemotherapy or radiation and stuff like that. So they get extremely skinny and their body can't fight the disease like that. And I was actually one of the only ones that gained weight during chemo because of what she was feeding me. And like, and I didn't lose all of my hair. Like I had like kind of lives there blondish a little bit and it turned pitch black. It turned thin. It changed, but I didn't go completely bald and I didn't lose weight. And a lot of the other parents were like, what are you doing? Like, what are you feeding her? You know what I mean? But my grandma what was she like, feeding you. She was feeding me like she would go to the butcher, I guess. And she only speaks Spanish. So the way she would explain is like she would go to the butcher and get like I guess like a piece of the cow or something and then she would like put it in like a, a stew for like several hours and the, basically she was getting like juice from the bone marrow and then she would like take that and put it with like raw eggs and like a bunch of vegetables and all this stuff and then do like a shake and they would like force me to drink it and then a bunch of uh, the pink pediatrician they would, they had me filled up. They wow. didn't want me to lose weight because she just felt innately that if I got extremely skinny, I was going to, you know, die. And so she prevented that. 
Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.